Imagine knowing exactly what your students are learning and exactly which steps you need to take next. Join us in Down With The Reading Quiz to craft meaningful and productive formative assessments that move away from gotcha moments of basic recall and toward assessing what your students actually can do. In this 30-minute free masterclass, we'll share three powerful assessment keys that work for any novel at any time of the year. Head to shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to sign up, and we'll also send you a free workbook to keep track of all your notes. Once again, that's shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to nail formative assessments forever. Well, hello, and welcome back to Brave New Teaching, and welcome to another installment of Camp BNT. Hi, Amanda. Hello. I just kind of want to like swing off of a rope onto the blob at this point. Oh my God, Blobby. One, two, three, Blobby. As I'm saying that, I'm like picturing the logistics of my actual body at this point of my adulthood doing that. And it's pretty entertaining, I must say. I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, there was no recovering from that, I don't think. I feel like both of my shoulders would dislocate. I if feel I, like, like I wouldn't even be able to swing on the rope. Like I would hurl my body and then forget to let go. And then my shoulders would just go pop, pop. <laughs> pop, pop. Yeah, pop, pop. done. Donezo. Yeah. yeah. Camp, camp in the uh the nerdy English teacher way that we've been doing it is much more my lane yeah. these days. Well, like swinging onto the blob is like putting on my linen gaucho pants throwback <laughs> to 2004. Gaucho pants. Ugh. And uh, you know, flopping onto the Adirondack chair in my backyard. <laughs> There we go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I'm going to rescue you from wherever this is going, but do it. We're there. Anyways, today, friends. It's summer camp. It's summer camp. And we are having a chit chat today about our latest author interview. Last week, episode 163, question mark? Yep, 163, was our almost our one-year anniversary from our first conversation with Dr. Deanna Smith, um, who, if you haven't heard that first, first episode, I highly suggest you add it to your queue at some point. But the first thing you need to do if you didn't hear episode 163 is go and listen to that because you're going to get much more detail and just you're just going to get more that will put into context what you're going to hear from us now the end good goodbye thank you for, <laughs> thank you for coming to our goodbye. talk and, and goodbye if you also are if you're really being if you're just listening to the podcast cool just listen but if you're being really intentional about lining everything up as we mentioned we are in the midst of a very very big monster summer series. And that's why we are calling this Camp BNT. It is really just a series of us taking a variety of different books. So we are doing fiction, we're doing professional development, and we're talking to authors and trying to uncover from various angles, uh, nuggets, takeaways, plans, dreams, thoughts, reflections, all about having a much more intentional approach to having a culturally responsive classroom, mm -hmm. an equitable classroom. Um, and we're trying to unearth conversations that are not necessarily front and center right now. Some of these conversations have been kind of 
came up in like the 2020 era, but where we wanted to resurface. Some of the conversations are, have become a little bit more ancillary. We want to bring them more to the center. So we are trying to bring a lot of voices together in our summertime to get our brains percolating about the year ahead. And that's always what I'm thinking about my big picture curriculum stuff. So that's really the goal of what we're up to here. Yes. And so Amanda already mentioned, we've got a bunch of interviews coming at you. It is a monster of a series and we are here for all of it. Um, And the interviews, every interview, we talk to the author one week and the following week we have an episode that's just the two of us doing a debrief and talking through strategies in the classroom and talking through curricular applications to what we talked about in the interview. And that works great. We do like a unit makeover. If you've been through that free challenge of ours, that makes sense to you, right? Sort of conversation. It does not make so much sense for these PD books like it does for the novels and the fiction that we were looking at. And so instead, for the PD offerings that we have for you, we wanted to just really point to our biggest takeaways so that you can just dive into the work and like frame it that way. So we are talking today about our, we're debriefing our conversation with and then giving our biggest takeaways from our conversation with Dr. Deanna Smith about her book, Rooted in Joy, newly released. The day that this episode comes out, like the book was released earlier this week. So get on it, everyone. Yes. She's a friend of the podcast and we believe in her work. You may have come across her on Instagram already. Um, This is such a wonderful, I, I don't know. I think having a book from her is something I've really been looking forward to because as much as you can forward her brilliant reels or Instagram stories over to your admin or over to other people, it's kind of a whole nother experience to be able to hand them her book. book, Yes. Well, and education is, I mean, you know, Amanda and I are in an in-between sort of generation where we are absolutely all about finding things online, finding reels, finding TikToks that are like legit bite-sized PD and growth and all of that. We are also book people. And so we're, we're not quite the generation that is younger than us. That is like, we can do everything through video. No, no, we can't. And we're not, (laughs) Not exactly. there's, there's something that is weighty about handing over a hard copy of a book. And so that's where we're going with this, but you know where we need to go first. I do. We need to go to the cue of the music, cue the music. You're listening to Brave New Teaching, and we are so much more than a podcast. We give teachers the inspiration, support, and tools to challenge the status quo. I'm Amanda, and I'm a former English teacher from Illinois. And I'm Marie, and I'm a teacher from Southern California. Join us at bravenewteaching.com to find out more about our courses, festivals, and get every episode's show notes. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. of our first PD offering from this series, we wanted to take a look at the front and back cover and do a little walk through there. And then we wanted to jump into the table of contents so you can really get a feel for what you are getting out of this text. And then we want to talk about our own takeaways. So I'm going to get into the front and back cover because I judge books by their cover. 
even uh, though, you know, Mr. Rogers told me not to, but I did. We did. Well, well, because, so you know, with, with PD, yeah, well, with PD, especially like, yeah, it sends a message of what you're getting into and like how it's going to feel. Yeah. And yes. And oftentimes when we are maybe given a book for professional development, it better be real exciting because if not, I'm already coming at this with an attitude, right? Like <laughs> from that, I'm already like in a piss poor frame of mind because I'm like, <laughs> You're going to make me do something even though what to do. Yeah. Even though my literal job is telling other people what to do, but it's different. It's it's different different when I'm on the receiving end because teachers make the worst students in that regard. (laughs) We are the worst sometimes, right? Dude, we're the worst. But anyways, you're not going to feel like the worst when you're looking at this cover because it's pretty and exciting and not overwhelming, like all at the same time. So it is, the title is Rooted in Joy, full title, Creating a Classroom Culture of Equity, Belonging, and Care. It's my favorite part of it is just care. And if you because, listen to the episode, yeah. we talk about this at length. Uh, the, the, the time it took um, Dr. Smith to really get what she wanted on the cover and get yes. the title exactly how she wanted it to, because, you know, with equity work, it's, it's perceived so differently across all right swaths of education and people and personalities. And she was insistent that the cover be bright and reflective of the joy part of the title. So that's something that you can definitely look forward to with this book is this is not a slog. This is not like, Uh, there are some that I've read that are so like historical, so researched that it's like, Oh my gosh. Like, which is, and and this this is, I mean, rooted in like to, to quote the title, this work is rooted in research and history and context, social and historical context. And it's also about today's kids. Yes. Because today's kids give two shits about (laughs) history, frankly, like for the most part. Uh, And I'm talking kids in preschool, pre early childhood education through secondary, like they, they are who they are and they are where they are. And so these strategies meet them where they're at and where we're at. Okay. So the back says practical solutions for building your capacity as an ally in the classroom She's got a couple of like shout out quotes from some great people. And then Rooted in Joy takes a positive, compassionate look at how we can create peaceful, inclusive classrooms where students can thrive through an intentional blend of theory, academic framework, like we were saying, narrative and teacher to teacher advice, all educators from those in the classroom for their first time to those with years of experience can begin to intentionally create joyful classrooms. You'll walk away inspired knowing that you have the power to combat structural racism and inequity one day at a time while effectively managing behavior and connecting with all students. Mm. Boom. Boom. There we go. So we talked in our intro to last week's episode to our interview, we talked about her pedigree, basically, and like where she has come from and how, how she is so knowledgeable in exactly the work that she's talking about through her experience, professional lived experience, and then like her current work even. Yeah. And 
hearing it from her is also just, it's always so great because she's, she's just fun to talk to. And you hear that absolutely shine through in the conversation with the three of us. Um, And then as we like pushed forward and did an extended episode with happy hour, we even dug in a little bit more to just like the realness of being an educator in the classroom with other people's kids is such a wild thing. And I just love talking to her. I've mentioned this with our other author interviews with our authors of fiction about how I feel so fortunate that we've been the ones on the interview, but even just as a listener, I think hearing authors speak about their own work just gives you an entirely new level of not just appreciation for it, but of accessibility. Like I feel like there's this, like when you read a PD book and you don't know the author or you've never heard the author speak, Sometimes they don't, the work can also feel behind this little wall, right? Or not, not so approachable. And I think that that's what we love about having Dr. Smith on the podcast and talking to her about this book is when you hear her get fired up about this book, you hear her, just her K-12, right? All of her experiences in the uh-huh. classroom and how all of that kind of is brought together behind her work. It just makes me feel like we're all on the same team and there's a difference between knowing that that's true and then feeling it through her voice, this conversation and moving forward together. It's something just, I don't know. It was really powerful for me to keep hearing that directly from the authentic voice of the authors that we've been speaking to the transparency, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so, okay, let's do a little table of contents walkthrough, shall we? So the Mm -hmm. book itself is in five sections. There's an introduction and then five sections and then a conclusion with references, glossary, let's get real nerdy with all of the like footnotey type stuff. Love that. First of all, but okay. Five sections. Go Amanda, go. Okay, section one, when we know better, we do better. And that's like the whole introduction. And I think that was so brilliant as a starting point um, because that is the common ground. That's where we all start, right? We all are here because you're listening to this podcast because you want to know better. You want to know more. You want to right expand your horizons challenge the status quo. So that's exactly where this book starts. Know better, do better. And of course the, the sub sections are how to do better. (laughs) There you go. Um, Here we go. The internal work, teacher self check-ins, wellness and wholeness when it's time to heal um, self-care, community care and sustainability. I mean, she's got it all broken down in that first section. And then uh, we move into what we need to know. So once we've kind of gotten through the know better, do better, there's more of like that actionable section. So what we need to know, here are the things it's the that active learning, right? Yes. The active, it's learning. The, the active learning piece where when we, when we know better, we do better is it's a lot of the layers of doing the work of giving yourself permission to not know it all yep. and, and to need help, which is like it, hate it, whatever it is. It's just how human beings are. She talks about this should be daily work. This yeah. isn't a drop in the drop in the, you know, one time here and there, like we're gonna focus on this for this quarter. Like, no. <laughs> it's it's daily work and it's self-work. And honestly, this this book to me resonates as a personal PD book. I think I think it's important for whole schools and whole departments to do it, but the way it's laid out, and we're gonna keep going through the table of contents, it to me is like something I would wanna do on my own first. Sure. Yes. Yes. 
Because section three is mindset boot camp, right? And I feel like mindset and the things that she's talking about in this book are things that I would feel I would feel better about doing with my whole department after I've really kind of done them first myself. It's definitely an internal, it's an internal process before, and, and we are both external processors, right? Yes. Like we are definitely talk yes. through it people, yes. but it is definitely something that if you have somebody super, super trusted that you can talk through, um, it's still a very personal line of reflection and thought. So to Amanda's point, it's something that I think going through most of this book and strategy behind it, well, the strategy starts to get in with like actual classroom application, like we talked about in the interview, but a lot of the reflection in the first parts of her book are best served internal first and then communal, right? Yeah. I, I that's, that's just me that's coming us. from my own experience. Yes. Like, I have admittedly like this is, this has not always been something that I have understood how uncomfortable I can be. Right. Like I've never until right more recent years been challenged to think about these kinds of things. Um, so for me, I feel like that's, that's just my own personal preference. I would love to just sure. do that first. And then, uh, well, and then, and then sections four and five get into again, like the, the ecosystem of your classroom, building a healthy yes. ecosystem. And that's another layer, right? I, I, I want the space to also think about my room as it exists with me in it before I can think about everybody else's, but ultimately mm -hmm. like the success of all of this depends on everyone really working together. But um, so she's got building the healthy ecosystem of your classroom and then maintaining that ecosystem. So those are the five sections they're of course coming from this incredible author who we love and adore. So you've got to really think about what you need right now. And if this is an area that maybe your school's attempting to do, but maybe they're not doing a holistic kind of approach, or if this is something that's been on your heart and your mind for a while, but you aren't sure where to start rooted in joy, I think is the perfect starting place for anybody even even a little bit interested in doing this work. Yes, absolutely. Well, and frankly, if you're not interested in doing this work, you should probably see your way out of education. Correct. Not probably. You should see your way out of education if you are yeah. uninterested in doing this work because this is, it's kids, it's people, it's, kids. it's communities, it's where we are and it's where we have been. And now that we collectively this conversation has been ongoing, but it's getting bigger and it's gaining more steam. And when you're talking about equity, inclusion, belonging, joy, care, all of these things that Deanna is teaching us how to navigate. Yeah. You, you either do it or you get out. Frankly, that's where I'm at. Well, it's okay. So if we were to transition into the takeaways, yes. I think that's exactly to your point, the curriculum work and books is not separate from this. Correct. They, these things must coexist. The work of our curriculums, that was a huge, not a new takeaway for me, but a reminder and another, like a confirmation that I'm glad that we, we organized this series the way that we did. Uh, it was tempting to just do like, a bunch of books. And like Marie and I, <laughs> we right. love just talking about books, but it's important to 
come back to right this this other side of it not even the other side the core the root of it well to um, the rest of it to like pan left yes. right as i like yes. to say so we, <laughs> if we only keep the content in the frame of the movie we are missing the greater directorial choices that we can be making right or like the greater context if we have the what and some of the stri- the curriculum and instructional strategy we're missing the greater how of reaching students and the why and yes and we talked about this with our debrief when we talked with um joe crona um and her work with indigenous pedagogies and i think i said it's the zoom in zoom out situation right Mm -hmm. like this is the zoom we have to be teachers are incredible because we have to be doing all of this simultaneously we're zooming in we're zooming out we're doing the big picture and the day-to-day all at the same time in one brain uh, and also trying to be people with lives and families and all of the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, you know, Marie and I wouldn't bring you something that would swallow you whole. This is something that is a- approachable, right? And her work is something that you can, you can handle. <laughs> well, and I can hear myself like <laughs> potentially as a listener saying, you guys say that you love everything. You say you're excited about everything. It's because we carefully curate what we bring you. We're not going to bring you stuff that we don't like. We're not going to bring you stuff that we don't believe in. We're only going to bring you people who we have already vetted to a certain extent, right? Like it's not that we are rehearsing things and it's not that things are articulate or like pre-articulated. It's simply that it's, it's curated this content. Brave new teaching is we, we are to quote our own moniker, it's for teachers and educators who are challenging the status quo. And that is the only thing that we are interested in talking about, frankly. And so, yeah, we're going to keep bringing you things we're excited about. We're going to keep bringing you people who we believe in and who we trust. Um, that doesn't mean that we're not going, that we're like blindly following anybody, right? Which is why we interview them, which is why we ask them questions and we dig deep into their background and their knowledge and skill sets because we, I mean, I'm still in the classroom full-time. Amanda is working with teachers every day who are in the classroom full-time and then some. We're with you in this. This is very much an us and not a you guys moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, and, I'm going to hop and I down I, off my soapbox. Excuse no, me. Wait, no, it's, it's good. I, I, and I just want to make sure that we have a couple of other, you know, good takeaways. Because I, th- I know yes. that the, I know that the, for me, once the school year starts, I have very little capacity to concentrate on any PD book, no matter how important the work is, no matter how much I believe in the work that always intimidates me. And I think that one of my other takeaways from Diana's book and from our conversation with her is that we can also kind of like pick and choose where we are implementing these practices. So like, if you're not ready to like fully dive into the curricular level, it just kind of needs to, evolves more slowly over time for you. I mean, I, cool. I think one of the, my favorite parts of this book is looking at your classroom. I'm putting an air quotes, classroom management set of beliefs um, and Uh the way that you approach building community. So if you haven't heard our first interview with her, she really gets into that topic specifically, which is two of the chapters of her book. Because that's beginning of the year stuff, right? Like that mindset of thinking about your classroom as an ecosystem, the looking at your classroom community as something that you can check the health of. Mm -hmm. Um, 
those are things that are going to impact us day in, day out. And like that when things are not going well, we need somewhere to go back to, to recalibrate. And I think having her book is a great recalibration tool to think through. Okay. So right. Equity is not just like, we picked a bunch of diverse books done. I say read them because sometimes the internet makes it feel like that. It's so much more, but not more like there's a huge to-do list, more like it's in the experience of all the things that we're always doing in education, grading, building classroom community, reading things, all of the above. Layer upon layer upon layer. In addition to what we've already talked about, I will say they, and I talked about this, I think with our Joe Crona debrief as well. I really like the structure of this text. I like that as, so I'm a footnote girl. I like to know, I don't want to look at the end for a bibliography of where things came from or where I can find more information. I want to know right there on the page. Okay. I see this. Here's a little, little symbol. I can look down at the bottom and there we are. And in this text, it's not quite footnotes, but it's little asides that are in boxes. Like she'll get writing. Let's see. What's the, what's the subtitle of this one? Oh, intent versus impact. This isn't the first section of the book. This is Yes. What is that one? When we know better, we do better. Intent versus impact. Goes through, talks about intent versus impact, defines the two, and then has an aside entitled or subtitled lenses and mirrors. And then she goes through to talk about a text, like another resource that you can look at to get deeper information about this specific thing. I keep going down a little bit more. The next section is entitled the internal work. And then there's at the bottom of a section called the internal work is a box entitled Project Implicit. And she's talking about the implicit association tests. And there's a place to go to use these tools and resources that have very much informed the way that this book is written and the way that everything's compiled. So I like, you know, academic in me enjoys these and and they're small chunk sections that then you can go, oh, I need to know more about that or no, I can keep going. Yep. So it's, it's approachable. We love her. Oh my gosh. This is an amazing book. I hope that you guys go pick it up and leave her a review on Amazon. We know that, you know, she's one of us and supporting an author who's kind of come up through the Instagram world and come up through, you know, her own, like doing the work in the classroom, doing the Mm -hmm. work, you know, in the community. I think supporting her work is just is just such a, a wonderful thing we can do. So I'm Absolutely. all in. Absolutely. Friends, make sure that you head to the show notes for a link to where you can order Rooted in Joy by Dr. Deanna Smith. And make sure that you are joining us in the greater conversation of Camp BNT to find out more about all of the things. Head Yay. to the show notes, head to bravenewteaching.com slash camp. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your ideas. And uh, yeah, next week. We are back at you with a whole nother interview. And if I've got my timing correct, it's going to be our last interview of camp. Uh-huh. Am I am I reading a linear calendar correctly? 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 correctly. Question mark? I am, friends. Episode 165 is going to be a big one. So I'm going to leave you with that. Oh my gosh. I'm still like kind of, I don't I know. know. A little I can't believe first of all, I can't believe that camp is almost over. Secondly, by the time that episode 165 comes out, it'll be my second day of school. So that's gross. That's 
<laughs> what is time? That's disgusting. I'm going to go deal with that nausea. <laughs> All right. You, know I think you, need, you need some of those. Um, I, need, I need a lot, but what do you think I okay. need? <laughs> I think so. I am, I am back, uh, back on because I got off for a while, but I'm back on. Um, peach gummy rings. I love them. You love so those. Much. They make me feel better. And then they don't make me feel better. Well, no, because they like, they're gummies. Yeah. Then I feel real gross. But I. (laughs) in the moment, man, tell you what, that bliss is worth it, isn't it? A good peach gummy might just do the trick. I don't know that that's going to rectify what I'm feeling about starting school again. But you you just live in that fantasy and I'll be over here. Okay. I love you. Love you more. Okay. Friends. Thank you for listening to this. Make sure you head to the show notes, like I said, for all the links and all of the things. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Brave New Teaching. We'd love to keep the conversation going over on Instagram. And while you're there, check out the links in our bio for the most up-to-date events going on in the Brave New Teaching community. Thanks for being here and have a great week at school.